The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, June 22nd edition. Hope everybody had a good Monday. Crazy, crazy slate. Um, Darvish is about the only guy that really did what he was supposed to do. Everybody else had some massive slip-ups, unless your name was Jake Odrizzi. That was wild. Um, the Rangers went off. The Astros went off. The Padres went off. There is uh, offense to be had in most places around the diamond on Monday. So very, very odd slate. we got 14 games for you. On Tuesday, lots of really good pitching. Lots of really good pitching. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick or join the free fantasy DJ and Slack chat. We're all helping each other out in there to find some green screens. Also, if you're into season-long fantasy baseball, the Bench with Bubba podcast coming at you twice a week, so check that one out. Uh, Bubba and the Bat Flip on Tuesdays, special guest every Thursday. Good stuff there. Also, if you like PGA DFS, check out the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast with myself and Jesse at DFS Golf Guys, where we previewed the 2021 Travelers Champion. It's already out for you on all your listening platforms. All right, 14-game slates. Let's hit the totals on this one. You have the White Sox Pirates, 7.5. Astros Orioles, 10. Royals Yankees, 8. Braves Mets, 7. Red Sox Rays, 8. Cardinals Tigers, 9. Blue Jays Marlins, 7.5. Giants Angels, 8.5. Brewers D-backs, 8.5. Rockies, Mariners, eight and a half. All right, pitching on this slate. I said it's a loaded slate. You got Garrett Cole at eleven thousand. If you want to go there, that's outstanding. He has been shaky as all get up his last three starts since the sticky stuff came around. He's given up two, two, and five uh, earned runs, two, two, and one home runs per start, and only struck out four in his last outing. So he put up back to back twenty three plus point performances, but eleven thousand dollars, quite the uh, sticky situation, one would say. So Cole is very interesting. Uh, the Royals are striking out less than 20% of the time over the last three weeks for right-handed uh, pitchers, hitting 255 with a 98 WRC+. plus. They're not world beaters by any means. At the same time, Garrett Cole is struggling a lot. So I think I'm going to pass on Cole at 11,000. I might come back to regret it, but there's a ton of pitching on this slate, so I'm going to save some cash and go where I can. I'm going to pass on Max Scherzer coming off the IL, another one I might regret, but we'll pass there. So Cole and Scherzer, it's a no for me on this slate unless you're making a ton of lineups. If you're narrowing things down, no Cole, no Scherzer. We can start with the one and only Zach Wheeler, though, at 10200 bucks at home against the Washington Nationals. Uh, Wheeler's been absolutely outstanding. 24 DK points or more in five, six straight starts in seven of his last eight starts. He's just been outstanding. Six or more innings in um, basically 
nine straight starts. He's been great on that regard, and three earned runs or less in eight of those starts. He's been bulletproof. The strikeouts have been there. Double-digit Ks in three of his last five, six or more Ks in five straight. Wheeler's been outstanding. It's a Washington Nationals team that's been scuffling quite a bit of late at the plate, and they are striking out 24% of the time over the last three weeks. Chris Wright is hitting 241. With a one-on-one WRC plus, so their guests are getting a little better. They're about an average offense versus righties. Strikeouts through the roof. You got uh, Wheeler, who's been outstanding at 10-2. I think he's got the same ceiling as your Coles and Scherzer right now. So I'll take the discount. Give me some Wheeler at 10-2, one of my favorite pay-up spots on this slate. Another one I like a ton is Freddie Peralta at 10K at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Peralta face Arizona a few starts ago, seven or third, one earned um eight or nine Ks for 34 DK points. He's put up 20 or more in three of his last five, 30 or more in two of those four starts. He's been great. Six or more Ks in each start. And now you get a D-backs team that we notice struggles. They might actually win on Monday. They're winning right now. I'm going to say maybe because we've seen worse things with them. But they are striking out 26% of the time versus right. He's hitting 209 with a .079 ISO and a 54 WRC+. plus. This is a phenomenal spot for Freddie Peralta on this slate. So give me some Freddie Peralta at 10,000. Like that one quite a bit. Marcus Stroman at 96, not too bad. Stroman and Hendricks, 98-96, not tournament plays for me. Could go with him in catch. Like Hendricks could be a great catch game play. Just doesn't bring the ceiling I want to the action, but definitely could see Hendricks in catch same with Stroman. So if you want to go those two in cash, sure. But Wheeler and Peralta, I got over those two, especially in tournaments. And then Lucas Giolito, 9,400 bucks. I think this is a great spot for Gio. He's looked better and better each time out there. Giving up a few runs. Give it three his last time out, but he's got seven or more Ks in four straight starts. That's helped him get. 18 or more in four straight or in um, six straight starts. He has 20 or more in five of six. Before his last start, he had 21 or more in five straight starts. So the strikeouts have been there. He has seven or more in five of his last six starts. He has two earned runs or no, yeah, two earned runs or less in four of his last six starts. He's given up the long ball from time to time. It's been a little trouble with Geo of late, but he's been very, very effective. Now he gets a Pittsburgh Pirates team that doesn't strike out a ton, but they're only hitting 237 with a 92 WRC plus versus um, right-handed pitching. So Gio at 9400 bucks, tremendous like 20-point-plus upside on this slate at a discounted rate, so I like him quite a bit. So if you're looking at the 9K and above, guys, Wheeler, Peralta, Gio are my guys. Gio's the best option, I think, because of the discount, but uh, Peralta's probably the best play in the matchup situation. So Wheeler, if I had to rank the three, I'd go Peralta, Gio, Wheeler. That's why I look at the three. like them all very much. Hendricks and Stroman, they're cash viable if you need to go there on this slate. I'm passing on Cole and Scherzer. Scherzer coming off his uh, his injury. Cole just doesn't look like Cole. Like I'm not paying 11K when I can pay for these other guys type situation. So that's where I'm at. 9K and above. Give me Peralta, Geo, Wheeler. And if you want to go Hendricks and Stroman and Cash, you can. I'm not going to hold that one against you. All right, going below 9K now. Going to pass on Zach Gown. Alcantara at 87 at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. Is intriguing. It's a Toronto Blue Jays team striking out 22% of the time versus righties, but hitting machines. Alcantara... Did face them recently uh, through through decent. Not going to say it was that bad at Toronto. You threw six innings, four earned, only four Ks. I've like got six or more Ks in three straight starts, 20 or more points in three straight starts at St. Louis, Atlanta, at Pittsburgh. So if you want to go Alcantara to be contrarian, you can at 87. Tough matchup versus Toronto, though. Very tough matchup. Um, but, you know, you got the guys up top, and then you're just kind of punting. Uh, you got on to treat Scooble at 6,600 bucks. He's been outstanding of late, and I, I mentioned it to some others. He'll give up runs. We've seen that. He gives up home runs. We've seen that. But he strikes out a ton. Six or more Ks in six straight starts, and he's put up 20 or more points in five of those six starts. He's been absolutely outstanding. And I get a St. Louis offense that's been really, really cold of late. Over the last three weeks, for his left-handed pitching, he's striking out 27% of the time versus lefties with a 220 average, .061 ISO, and a 66 WRC+. 
I love Scoobal tonight. I think he's in a great, great spot. One of my favorite, if not my favorite, punt option on the slate. Pair him up with one of the big dogs and eat. So I like Scoobal a lot on this one. Erod's always going to have a place in my heart. If you're making 20 lineups, make a couple with Erod in it just because all the peripheral stats, all the X stats show there's something good to be had there. He just hasn't put together right now. Tampa Bay's good. You got the Wander Franco night, all that good stuff. I get it. If you want to go Erod in a couple of your 20 max, yes. Otherwise, just going to wait on him to figure it out and you're going Scoobal. Johan Oviedo, 6,200 bucks, coming off a gym in his last outing. Six, uh, seven shutout with four Ks against Miami for 19.6. The biggest thing with Oviedo, the strikeouts haven't been there this year. So that's your downside. It is facing Detroit, which is nice. But, you know, the ball's always in play, so it kind of makes you want to play a little Detroit action. But if you're looking to punt, Detroit is striking out 26% of the time versus Wright. He's hitting 241 with a 104 WRC plus of late. So Oviedo's in play as a punt at 62. Again, I'll take Scooble over Oviedo, but you can go there as well. Ross Stripling, 5,700, might be my outside of school, my next best thing. Uh, he's gone five or more innings and f- five straight starts, and all five of those starts. It's been two or less than four of those five, and he struck out uh, six or more in three of those five. He's put up 26, 12, 16, 17, 27. So basically 16 or more in four or five starts at 5,700. Sign me up. And now you get to go to uh, pitcher-friendly Miami to make an, a start here. A Miami team striking out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They do have a 251 average, a 174 ISO, and a 111 WRC plus versus righties over the last three weeks, which is very, very nice. Thank you, Adam Duvall and company. But Stripling at 5,700 doesn't have to light the world on fire, so he could be a very, very nice punt. The other punt you could use is uh, Flex versus the Road Rockies at 5,500. So cheapies, love Scoobal. Stripling's my number two. Then Flex and Oviedo, kind of 3A and 3B. I don't think I'm going to need to go there. I think it's just Scoobal and Stripling for me, punting-wise. Match them up with Peralta, Geo, and um, Wheeler. If you want to use Hendrickson, Stroman, and Cash, you can. But pretty much my main pitcher is Peralta, Geo, Wheeler up top, Scoobal, Stripling down below. That's where I'll be building things for the most part on this 14-game Tuesday slate. All right, let's check out the bats. On this slate, start at the catcher's position. There's going to be tons of options again, so hit me up on Twitter at BDentric with questions or join me in the Fantasy DJ Slack chat. It's free, and uh, if I'm not there, there's always guys helping each other out, and we'll uh, get you the answers and build those winning lineups as always. Catcher's position, uh, Gary Sanchez is on fire. If you want to attack uh, Singer, I'm totally on board with that because he has been quite broken of late, and uh, Sanchez has been absolutely raking. We talked about him quite a bit. His price tag has gone up. We were riding that train when it wasn't going too strong here, but you got – Brady Singer, who, you know, he seemed like he was injured possibly. That wasn't the case. He's just not the guy we were hoping he'd turn out to be. And on the season versus right-handed pitchers, I just want to see how he does versus righties. Uh, he's allowing a 307 slug, so not bad. He's limiting the power. He's given up a 264 average. Um, and uh, no homers yet to right-handed hitters this season. So he's got that going for him. An ex-FIP of three, a FIP of 227 versus right-handed hitters. So Singer's got that going for him. So paying up for Gary might be a bit dicey on this slate. But you can do. A guy like uh, Salvi Perez versus Cole, contrarian play, because Cole has given up um, seven home runs, I believe it was. Let me triple check before I mispronounce, missay it and make everybody angry. But since since the sticky stuff's been a problem, he's given up five on two, two, and one in his last three starts. He's given up the long ball. He's always had a trouble with the long ball, but it's been really, really uh, abundant. So Salvi at 49 can be a nice one-off play for you. Will Smith versus Blake Snell. Love attacking Blake Snell, so Will Smith at 45. He's in play. Omar Narvaez, Milwaukee's back in play tonight. He's 4,300 bucks. Gallon got beat up his last time out. They're going to baby him back, which means a ton, ton of Arizona bullpen, which is something we really like to exploit. So um, Omar Narvaez at 43. If you're stacking Milwaukee, you can go there. Sean Murphy of Oakland, he went deep 
on Monday. We love Murphy in that stack. He hits fifth or sixth for the A's. He's 4K. Same with Mike Stassi versus Scalfani at 39. So if you're not paying up, Murphy and Stassi are really good plays at 4K and 3,900. Uh, if you're looking for some more values on this play, though, we do have a couple here. If you're fading Gilio, you want right-handed power bats. So Stallings at 33 is your guy because Gilio gives up more of his power to right-handed bats. One of the sneakier additions to the thing. So Stallings is not a bad value at 33. Martin Maldonado at 27 versus Lopez. Maldonado had Monday off, so he should be back in the lineup on Tuesday. He's 2700 bucks uh, in this slate. And then the ones I'm looking for, like, yeah, Jorge Alfaro is only 23 versus Stripling. If you're not using Stripling, that's great. But the one I want, if he's in the lineup, and he's been absolutely raking of late, just crushing baseballs right now, is Luis Torrens of the Seattle Mariners. He has homered in three of his last five games. He has 10 or more points in four of his last five games. He has multiple hits in three of his last five games. He's 2300 bucks versus Kyle Freeland. So get your Luis Torrens on. Really, really cheap on this slate, but uh, lots to like. But $2,300 catcher, Luis Torrens, who's crushing it. And now I guess Kyle Freeland is getting destroyed his last few starts, even outside of Coors. Get on board. First base, you got Vladito versus Alcantara. Got double and a homer career against him, so go for it if you want. It's 6700 though. It's crazy pricey, and it's not a hit, it's not a hitter's ballpark, so keep that in mind. I'd rather pay, save $1,100 and get Matt Olson versus Jordan Lyles at 5600 or going to Shohei Otani at 54 versus Disco. I like those two much more based on their price alone versus uh, Vladito. We got that going for us. Uh, some cheaper options, though. You got uh, Jared Walsh, only 5K. First Disco, you can put Otani in the outfield. He's first base outfield eligible. Where Walsh is only first base. The Angels are stackable tonight, so keep them in mind. Uh, Jonathan Scopes, first base, second base. He's 48 versus Oviedo. I like that quite a bit as well. Um, Bobby Bradley. We mentioned Kyle Hendricks is a, uh, a cash game play, and he's put together like six or seven straight quality starts. He's been very, very good in that regard. But a couple things I want to go over here when I pull up Kyle Hendricks' page for everybody. Real quick, he has given up um, no homers, but then two, one, two, three in his previous four starts. That's, if you do the quick math on that one, eight home runs in his previous four starts before the goose egg his last time out. So he's got that going against him. The other thing going against me for that gem he threw against the New York Mets is against left-handed hitters this season, he's given up some thump. Lefties are hitting 314 on the year versus Kyle Hendricks with a 613 ISO, a 415 Woba, and nearly three home runs per nine on the season. So Bobby Bradley at 46, I think, is a very nice GPP-type play. It's tough to go full-on stack against Kyle Hendricks because if he's throwing quality starts, your stacks aren't going off. But a one-off here and there, Bradley at 46. You're going to have Cesar Hernandez, Eddie Rosario, Jay Ram. You want the lefties. I like the Bradley idea because most won't go there. So only in a tournament, only in a one-off side situation. Bobby Bradley went deep on Monday. He's there for his power. He's 4600 bucks. I think he's a nice contrarian play for you. Uh, Darren Ruff's back off the IL for the Giants. He's first base out. Fidel's against the lefty Heaney at $4,300. Heaney has been my kryptonite this year, as we all know. Use him. He gets shelled. Don't use him. He pitches gems. It's a beautiful thing with uh, Andrew Heaney, but the Giants are just crushing baseballs, period. They love hitting left-handed pitching as well. And um, Ruff coming back off the aisle, he was raking before he got hurt. So definitely a guy to keep in mind. Heaney's given up 1.5 home runs per nine to left-handed or right-handed hitters this season. A few other cheapies for you. Carlos Santana versus Cole at 41 if you want to go the fade Cole route. Uh, Mount Castle is only 41 versus Granky. always like fade and Granky. So he can be in play for you. Josh Naylor did go deep for Cleveland. He's another lefty. He's $3,500. He's first base outfield versus Hendricks. Um, in that one, a few others if you get cheaper. Uh, like Albert Pools, if you're stacking in L.A., he's $3,300. The Dodgers are very expensive, even against Blake Snell. 
on Tuesday. So you can get a cheap pool holes for 33. Um, and that can be quite enticing. Ty France has got, got an MRI, I believe, on Monday. If he's in a lineup, he's 2900 bucks for his Freeland. I would love that. But something tells me ain't going to happen. So sadly, we're probably going to have to cross him off. And then other than that, like you got Jake Bowers is 2500 bucks for his Freeland. I love a Seattle stack tonight. So I don't hate him, even though it's lefty-lefty. I don't think Freeland's long for that game. Chris Gittens, if he makes a start for the Yankees, 2400 bucks, super, super cheap. Power bat. He hasn't done much. He's hitting buck 95 since his call-up. But he has one home run. Um, got a couple knocks here and there. Strictly, if you're stacking the Yanks and you want to punt, Gittens is 2400 bucks. You're not using him for anything else. Like He's not a one-off. He's a piece of a Yankee stack. Second base position now. You got Altuve in a great spot again at 5,500. I love Chris Taylor at 53. It's hard to stomach pain 53 for Taylor, but it's a really good spot there for Snell. Also, Max Muncy's supposed to be back on Tuesdays. First base, second base at 54. Let's keep an eye on the lineup there. But a good spot there for Chris Taylor. If you're not using Flex in Ryan McMahon at 51 is okay. I prefer Coors, obviously, with him, but not too shabby. Jonathan Scope, 48, as we mentioned before. Cesar Hernandez at 46. You got Cronenworth at 47. He'd be a GPP play. I like San Diego as a contrarian stack. Uh, Cronenworth took Urias deep on Monday, so someone else to uh, keep in mind. But Colton Wong's 45. He had another decent game on Monday night. You can go against Gallon in that bullpen, so don't hate Wong at 45. I think he's cash viable to go with a tournament play. Adam Frazier, not bad if you're fading Geo, but I'm not fading Geo, so you got that going for you. Uh, a few others for you on this one. You got um, Rugio Dorf. Uh, I can't pay 39 for a door. But Jazz Chisholm's down to 3500 bucks. That is criminal. Second base shortstop eligible. Not sure what dropped that price tag down, but 3500 bucks for Chisholm or Stripling. If you're not using Stripling, that's a great price tag for Mr. Jazz Chisholm. Um, and then other than that, Tony Kemp's 3200 bucks. We're talking about him a lot. He's second base outfit eligible. He um, let off on Monday night, had a decent game, stole another bag. So you can definitely look at Kemp as a discount. David Fletcher at 28, a discount for you. Shed Long at 28, hit a walk-off grand slam the other day. He's second base outfit eligible at 2800 bucks. He is a good play as well as a value. That's why I like Seattle, especially for their value on the slate. So Shed Long at 2800 bucks, second base outfit eligible, is a very, very nice value for you on this one. Jeff McNeil should be back for the Mets. He's 2500 versus Morton. If you want to go the McNeil route, then Andy Abani has had a monster game for Texas. He's $2,400 versus Irvin. He's second base, third base eligible. So definitely some more value to be had on this slate. Third base, you got J-Ram at 57. You got Turner at 57. If you want, I prefer J-Ram. But you also got Rafael Devers at 53. That's a nice value against Kittredge and then Yarbrough in that one. Going down to Wilmer Flores. He's $4,800. Crushes left-handed pitching. He went 4-4 four for four with two homers on Sunday. He's hitting 387 over his last 10 games. He has double digits in three of his last five. He is just hitting everything right now. So Flores at 48 is a really solid play versus Heaney in your tournaments. Matt Chapman's 47 after the day off on Monday. Back to your A stacks with Chatty. Machado, I liked him on Monday. He went deep. He's got a good spot versus Kershaw again at 4400 Nice little discount because he's facing uh, Clayton Kershaw. So don't hate some uh, Machado in that one. A few others to look at when you go below 4K now. Um, actually, not too much. Yandy Diaz, if you're fading Rodriguez, he's 3200 bucks. I could see that in a fade situation. Um, below 3K, though, we're not seeing like Joe Panics down there if you're fading Alcantara at 27, and only if you're stacking Toronto. But again, Andy Abani is 2400 bucks. Probably one of your better values. And then Abraham Torres, Toro, is only 2100 versus uh, Jorge Lopez. His price tag is still way too cheap. He's hitting sixth or seventh for the Astros, starting at third base against Jorge Lopez. Another game where the Astros should go absolutely ham. So 21 for Toro is a very, very nice play. 
shortstop position on this slate. You can always go to Tatis if you prefer, but uh, Bobachet at 59, I can sign up for, um, or you just save some cash. Go down below 5K on this slate. Tim Anderson, 47 versus Lefty and Anderson. Uh, Chicago Bats have been kind of disappointing, but really good spot. Uh, Tyler Anderson, I looked him up earlier, and he's given up a ton of home runs right now. Uh, let's pull up his game log to kind of get a better idea for your future um, Chicago White Sox ideas here. But Anderson's going up 1 2 0 2 3 2. So that's a whopping 7, 9, 10 home runs in his last five starts. That's not good. He's been very, 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 very bad of late for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And if you just look at his numbers versus right handed hitters on the season here, he's allowing right hit 287 with a 526 slug. And he's allowing two home runs per nine versus right handed hitters. So uh, Tim Anderson, who loves himself from lefties, could be a nice spot for you in this one at 4,700. Uh, Lindor's heating up. He's okay. Yeah, Crawford versus the lefty at 44. But like Javi Baez, only 4,300 bucks versus Morgan. You can definitely, definitely enjoy that. Willie Adamas at 42. But that Baez price at 43, extremely cheap. Like that one quite a bit. Uh, J.P. Crawford at 37 versus Freeland's a great play, especially stacking Seattle or if just looking for value. That's phenomenal. Jazz Chisholm at 35, we talked about. It's really, really strong as well. Um, you could go to Glaber Tours if you want. I think Jazz Chisholm at the same price, I'd probably go to Jazz in that scenario. But both do have a discount for you. And then going down cheaper below the 3K range, not a ton stands out usually most nights. So not really fortunate. The one thing that will stand out to you, though, let's get to him. Unless he's just outfield eligible, he's got to be down here. There he is, my little buddy. $2,000 making his major league debut on Tuesday, Wander Franco. He's going to be rostered everywhere. If you're playing cash, you probably just want roster him at 2K. You can do him at 2K and Toro at 21 and play whatever you want. So um, just keep that in mind. I'm not forcing him into my tournament plays, but Wander Franco at 2K. Dirt cheap. He's 25 on Fandle. At least you have to kind of think a little on Fandle with it. DK, they, they just didn't care. And it's not like they didn't have noticed. He got this news came out Sunday. So that's just that's just DK being lazy. This is what that is. Outfield position, there'll be tons on this slate. Tons and tons. Acuna is always in play, even against guys like Stroman. But Soto against Wheeler, it's tri- tricky. I love Mookie Betts. Now. He went deep on Monday. He's got good history against Snell. He's 5,400. Shohei at 54. I mentioned him earlier. I like him a lot as well. If you are stacking up Seattle, Mitch Hanniger is back. He's $5,000. You can kind of peek at him. He hasn't gotten going since coming off the IL, but really good spot for Kyle Freeland to wake up. Jordan Alvarez went deep for a grand slam. On Mondays, 49 versus Jorge Lopez. I like that one quite a bit as well. Going for some more discounts on this slate. Uh, you can go Jock Jams versus Morgan at 47 if you want to. That's not bad. Mark Connor at 47, hitting first or second for the A's. Definitely part of your A stacks. Go back to Sed Mullins as Baltimore disappointed everybody. He's 46 versus Erod. Um, Tommy Pham, if you are stacking up San Diego, he is $4,400. like that quite a bit. Um, Ramon Laureano hitting cleanup at 44. The, the A's are very affordable outside like Matt Olson. So I like that one quite a bit. The A stack is one of my more favorite stacks on this slate. A few others to look at here. Darren Ruff is back at 43, as I mentioned, facing a lefty. Eddie Rosario is only 42. If you are stacking up against Hendricks, not looking to do that, but he's cheap. Mount Castle at 41. Mentioned him earlier. Another Miami Marlins discount. That's why I might have to have some Marlins action yet again. I love the Chisholm at 35. We got Starling Marte at only $4,000 for Ross Stripling. That is by far too cheap. Uh, so, yeah, play Marte in cash and probably stack him up somewhere. Justin Upton is only 4K versus Disco. Uh, Alex Verdugo is only 4K as well. So some good prices in the 4K range. Going cheaper, though, like in cash games, Michael Brantley is only $3,900. That is just horrible. 
He's got mul- he's got double digit DK points in four of his last five games. So thirty nine hundred against Jorge Lopez for Brantley is a really really good spot for you. Trent Grisham at thirty seven, not a bad value versus Kershaw. He's actually had good success versus Kershaw. He's hitting sixth on Monday night, so they're moving him down the order. Still effective though in that lineup. Uh, a few more Dom Smith if you are fading Charlie Morton at thirty six, not a bad GPP price tag. Josh Naylor mentioned him at thirty five as a GPP type play. Um, Almonte from Atlanta versus Stroman thirty five. I liked him when he was a lot cheaper. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Will Myers, though, 3400 bucks does love his lefty. So in a tournament, I could see some Will Myers action, if especially your stack in San Diego. Um, Ramel Tappy is only 3400 bucks. He's hitting everywhere. It's not just a course field guy anymore. Leading off for the Rockies, reflection at 34 does bring some nice value for you. But Adam Duvall is 3300 Again, if you're stacking Miami, super cheap versus Ross Stripling. Stripling's been good of late. I'm not going to discount that. We talked. We already gave his stats on his, his – um, Quality starts, his 20-plus DK point streaks, all that kind of good stuff. But let's see what he's doing on the season versus right-handed pitching because there have been some hiccups with him, and he can still have them from time to time on the season. Righties are hitting 293 with a 521 slug and 2.1 home runs per nine. Even last year, at 2.8 home runs per nine to righties. So righties are getting a ton of power on Ross Stripling. He's been good his last couple of starts, but on the season, righties are hitting him very well. Lefties are... Are not so he's a reverse splits guy. Something to keep in mind. Like I like Chisholm, but Starling Marte's Adam Duvall. Keep that in mind when you're looking at Miami. Some reverse splits for uh, Ross Stripling to uh, to target on this slate. A couple others for you if you want to go. Uh, Robbie Grossman, like 33 versus Oviedo. That's a nice value. Andrew Vaughn does hit his lefties well. He's 3200 bucks versus Anderson. That's a nice GPP play. I mentioned Tony Kemp at 32. I like that. Brian Reynolds. If you're not using Geo's, only 3100. That's a really solid play in his situation there. Um, going below 3K now. Uh, you got Harold Ramirez at 29 versus Hendricks. If you're stacking Cleveland, not running to stack Cleveland, but it's interesting. You got AJ Pollock for Snell at only 29. That's a nice value. Nice value for AJ Pollock, who's slowly hitting well. He's not playing every day. Like he sat on Monday night, but he previously had hit safely in three straight games, putting up 23 points on Sunday. Um, $2,900 for Pollock versus uh, Snell. Nice GBP type value. Love Taylor Ward at 28 bucks. He's a massive value versus Disco. Mentioned Shed Long at 28 earlier. Um, he's another value. If, if you again, if you're stacking Pittsburgh versus Geo, Gregory Polanco's 27. Uh, Manny Margot versus a lefty is only 2700 bucks. That's a good spot by leading off versus Erod. TJ Stewart at 26. Miles Straw at 26. Those are some of your normal values you're used to on these slates. Mentioned Jake Bowers earlier at 25 as a value play. Um, other than that, though, like Akil Badu, I like him a lot at 2300 bucks. Saw on Twitter, um, I can't remember who put it. I think it was Chu from Pitcher List. He said since uh, May 1st, any out of all hitters with at least 100 plate appearances, Badu has the highest OBP in baseball. He's hitting 355 over his last 10 games. He's got seven or more points in four straight games. He's 2300 bucks versus Oviedo. That's a really nice spot for Badu, especially in like a one-off value or a part of a Detroit stack. I like some Oviedo quite a bit on that one. So there'll be there'll be more value when stuff comes out, so check all that out. Recapping pitching real quick, uh, the main guys for me, it's up top. It's, it's Peralta, Gio, Wheeler in that order. like all three of them a lot. And then I'm punting with uh, Scooble and Stripling. Scooble, like, by far my favorite punt play. Um, you could use Hendricks and Stroman and Cash if you want, but I'm preferring to use those three guys up top, two guys down below, mixing and matching all the fun stuff there. If you're stacking it up, you can go Chicago versus Pittsburgh. We mentioned Alexander uh, versus right-handed hitters. The just the White Sox have been cold lately. They've just been very, very cold. You look at the White Sox versus lefties over the last three weeks, striking out 26% of the time, 165 ISO, 108 WRC plus. Like that's good. That's not White Sox good. So if you want to go White Sox, you can, especially Vaughn at 32. 
Uh, Anderson's a little cheaper. The options are there. Just not super in love with it like usual. Love Houston versus Jorge Lopez again. You just go back to that. Uh, stack them up however which way you want. Kind of if you want to go Jordan, Brantley, and go down that way, Toro and company, you definitely can. Uh, I can see that being a very nice stack. Leaving Altuve out because Altuve is going to be the chalk of the chalk, which it's good chalk, but that's how you can be different right there and still get the love. So I like Houston. Don't mind Baltimore as a contrarian stack because I don't trust Granky, but it's a large slate, so I don't know if you have to get that cute with it. Um, I like kind of like Miami as a little contrarian versus Stripling, so keep that one in mind. I mentioned the reverse splits on that. A few others to stack up here. Um, Detroit versus St. Louis is a very good value stack for Oviedo. I like that one. Uh, a little bit of Cleveland value in as, as a, a punt play, but not a ton. Love Oakland versus Texas. One of my favorite stacks is Oakland. Starting with Olsen, then you got Kemp. Build some Connor and Loreano and Murphy. I like the top five. It's very simple for me. Like that stack quite a bit. Giants and Angels. I could see game stacking this one. Disco's been good of late. Those Angels bats are red hot. Walsh, Otani, Stasi, uh, Ward, those four for sure. You can build around that. They've been red hot. And then Gigantes versus lefties. So keep that one in mind. Like Milwaukee versus Arizona a ton, especially if you get that bullpen in play. That could pay off big time. Don't mind some Dodgers. Versus, I don't mind any Dodgers or Potters because I a fade Snell and a fading Kershaw, so that could be a fun one for you. Um, especially Machado will be my top option for San Diego, and there's value to be had there. And then you know the Dodgers mix and match the fun there, there's pricey, and then really like Seattle as late night hammer is Colorado, especially for value. Shed long, JP Crawford, uh, Hanager's expensive, but there's a lot to like with the Seattle side of things. But A's will be my top stack on the slate for now. Houston's a great spot as well, lots of good places to go. We got the five pitchers we talked about. All kinds of fun stuff. Now we just need lineups. We'll have to wait for those. So check me out on Twitter at BDNTRIC if you have any questions. Join us in the free fantasy DJ and Slack chat. Also the Bench with Bubba podcast for your season-long fantasy baseball players. Check that one out. Drop on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And for you PGA DFS players, the always pressing PGA DFS podcast. Previewing the Travelers Championship dropped on Monday night for you. So go get the goods there as we just wrapped up a nice U.S. Open week. Also, if my written content on Tuesdays and Thursdays is free DraftKings picks at rotoballer.com. So go check that out. If you'd like to become a premium member to check out my Monday, Wednesday, Friday values articles, use promo code Bubba for a discount on the rest of the baseball season. But for now, good luck on your Tuesday. This was MLB DFS Quickets, your Tuesday, June 22nd edition. I'm out. <laughs>